0: Welcome to Podagogies, a learning and teaching podcast at Ryerson University. I'm Chelsea Jones.
1: And I'm Curtis Maloli. We're coming to you from the Allen Slate Radio Institute in Toronto on the Dish with One Spoon territory. And our guests today are two English professors who have co-authored an open access book called Right Here, Right Now, An Interactive Introduction to Academic Writing and Research.
0: And for the first time ever, this online book is being used in Ryerson's introductory writing course called Academic Writing and Research. Now, this is a required course for many first-year students, with 1,400 students or more enrolled throughout the year. Paul Chafe and Aaron Tucker teach this course, and they spent two years creating this textbook. They're here with us in studio now. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello.
1: So walk us through this. How did how did this project come about, and how did you start? Uh, how did you start
2: it? So it, it came from. It really started with uh, Khan Academy. Really, it was the, the idea of just the flip lecture, and the idea of taking the lecture home. The students would watch the lecture at home, and then. Do the homework in class, which would mean you know working on a few things in class with the help of an instructor. So I did that for a few years. A couple of years ago, I flipped my lecture. I gave my students uh, basically me talking over a PowerPoint, and they would they would I would be explaining various uh, interesting terms, problematic terms, or things like that that we'd be doing in the course. And then they would come to class having watched the watched the lecture already, and we would work in groups. To um, actually working groups to actually get the get the project done, and what I noticed doing that is that my students' grades uh, went up at an average from like a C to a B. Uh, just they, they responded to it really well, and so I kind of fell in love with that concept. And so then I wanted to bring Aaron in and actually create a textbook built around this flipped lecture delivery.
3: And why why were you crucial to that, Aaron? Uh, Well, I had been talking with you all the way through that process, and I had been pretty dissatisfied with kind of the trajectory of the course in that I felt like the students weren't getting exactly the textbook that they needed. Uh, We were both kind of upset that the textbook price kept going up and up um, and that there wasn't much added value in that price. And so uh, Wendy Freeman sent us an eCampus Ontario call uh and so we teamed up Paul I think sent me the email mm-hmm. uh and we batted it back and forth with a number of different people and eventually came out that we got it, and then we both looked at each other, and we're like, "Now, now, <laughs> what <did> we do we <laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah.
0: So I want to get back to that. I want to know actually what you did when you saw that call. But before we get there, you know, Paul, you were saying that your idea of a flipped course at one time mm-hmm. was, you know, your voice over a PowerPoint. Yeah. But this <clears throat> online book is much slicker than that. It's really yeah. different. So, can you guys describe what the book is and what students find in it when they look through it?
2: So the, the book is connected directly to the lectures. It's meant to be a very interactive text, not just for the students, but for the instructors as well. And it's based on that notion of the students will read a chapter and there'll be several videos in the chapter that they can watch to sort of show what this sort of technique we're going through. So it, it the whole thing about first year writing courses is about giving students um, useful techniques to get past some of the stuff that like that got them through high school, but doesn't necessarily work at this level. So things like the five paragraph essay and just summary and stuff like that. So I found just teaching that you could teach that and talk about that a lot and students weren't really getting it. But if you can give them like a lecture online and then practice it a few times and and then they come to class and sort of reiterate that practice again, um, it works. And so. My lectures worked really well, but it was just me talking over PowerPoint. It wasn't overly slick at all. Um, it was me talking through Camtasia Studio. I'm I'm literally recording myself through the mic in the laptop. Mm-hmm. So there's moments where... And I just power through it. So if I'm moments where I like lose my place. I'm just like, let's just keep going. Or because I didn't trust my editing abilities. Or there would be times like I'm... In a creaky chair, the students can hear that kind of stuff. So while it worked, I wanted—I was working really well to the point where, like, I'd like something a little a little slicker and nicer. So to get this, to get this grant meant to get a team together, uh, you know, actual people. So we've got actual voice actors, we've got people actually editing the videos together, we've got people, we've got programmers and people like that. So I wanted something that. The students could take and really feel that this is not something that supplements the text. This is the text. This is not something that supplements the course. This is the
3: course.
0: And so when you find this book online, it's it's chapters. It has videos. It has lots of stuff going Mm -hmm. on, right?
3: Yeah. So each chapter is kind of based around a topic, and then each chapter has... About three videos, plus at the end there's an instructor's guide. So if you go to the Ryerson Library right now, it's actually searchable. So if you put in right here, right now, uh, into the search everything bar at Ryerson, you should be able to find the actual text itself. So it's, it is both a, a text for the students, in that the text goes through and there's videos, but then we also have sort of a, now, now what do you do now that you've freed up this lecture time? What do you do with that free time in actual class time? Uh, and, and so
1: the book has activities in it. So l- like mm-hmm. like literally each stage of the lesson is mm-hmm. organized in the chapter of that book. Is yeah, that right? and yeah. a
3: number of self-evaluations and peer evaluations that students can do either because this is open access and we can't assume everyone's going to be in a class either. Uh, students can go through it on their own with these resources, the videos, the self-evaluations.
2: And you can download the whole thing, obviously not the videos, but you can download the whole thing, too, so it's not draining anything. You can just watch it on the phone.
1: You have already tried this now for, what are we, in week three yeah. of you know, the semester? When we're mm. now, I don't know exactly when this is going to air, but we're around week three. Okay. Um, have you had any feedback already on
2: it? Yeah, I'm getting good feedback on it. Uh, the students seem to be enjoying it. Uh, It works really well so far. The students are coming, they're getting the work done. Like I find what we were able to do by putting in the textbook, we actually put in like, okay, for this assignment, for this homework assignment, do seven to 10 of... These particular tasks. And so they were getting I'm getting these people coming in with like seven to ten things done as opposed to before it was kinda like, I'll do two and I'm good. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they seem to be really doing it. Um I'm um, just the proof for me is in the classroom, honestly, because the students are these are first year students, a lot of them straight from high school. So they're still some are great, but most are great. They're all great. But they're as far as talking to me outside of the classroom, they're still getting used to that concept of there's an there's a there's a this class exists outside of the classroom and so i'm getting a lot of people coming and chatting with me which is good but i just the, the work in the classroom is i'm seeing a noticeable difference like they they know what i'm asking them to do so they'll, they'll watch a video to do a little bit of homework and then we'll come and do it again maybe with a different article or something like that and they're they're hitting the ground running so i'm seeing it it's happening they're doing a good job with it yeah nice yeah.
0: So this book means something for the students, but you also said that um, it plays a role for instructors as well. Now, the two of you are sessional instructors teaching this big course with Mm -hmm. lots of sections. Can you tell us a little bit about how this course unfolds for you and your team and what it means to have this book as a tool for the instructors?
3: So there are six people that typically teach... Uh twenty-five, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more sections across two semesters. And and Paul and I have been doing it for a decade. Uh and and a number of the other people here at Ryerson that do teach, uh Dr. Kari Marin, Dr. Martha Dante uh, have also written chapters. Kari also illustrated. Um and so the 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 teaching team has also been involved in this. Uh, I think that the text, from what I understand, because I'm not teaching from it this semester, is being used, like every bit of it is being Mm -hmm. used in a way that previous textbooks weren't. And that I think it's important, like part of our larger concern as sessionals was to give, because it's open access, we can give it to other instructors at other universities with some... Pre baked sort of activities and classroom mm-hmm. environments that would make it a, a little bit easier to teach these classrooms, I think, mm-hmm. effectively. Yeah. In a way,
1: uh, it's not a textbook. It's kind of, it sounds like an engagement book.
2: Yeah, I would call it that for sure. It's definitely, uh, and I think they're getting the swing of that now. They're getting the feel of that now with, uh, there's a bit of a novelty to it at the first time, but then I think they come in and in halfway through the first real class, or our second class. They get the idea of like, okay, so we do it first, and now we come in and we do it again. But then we do it again with a little bit of look towards what we're going to be doing next time around. So uh, the attendance is good so far because I think they really see that, like, hey, the textbook and then the class and then the textbook and the class. This is not because I did I did need to clarify for a few students like, so this is all online? Like, no, 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 you need to come as well. And no, so I think they they are really seeing that kind of uh, that. This is not just someone teaching from a textbook. This is the text and the where you yeah, like Aaron said, we are using every little bit of it this term as opposed to asking a student to fork over 80 to 100 bucks for a textbook that Mm -hmm. maybe nine of the 15 chapters are used or something like that so Mm -hmm. yeah
1: you know i i'm i've i taught i've been teaching as a sessional for seven years um especially when you're really busy and you've got five classes or sometimes more seven classes uh your head's spinning how do you find time to build something like this
3: <laughs> uh, For the not There's <laughs> huge smiles on the other side of the table. Yeah. yeah. Um it was looking back, it was a very <laughs> ambitious project. And I think looking at some of the other e-textbooks Uh, that we were looking at as models, we we took the most ambitious path Mm -hmm. in trying to make the videos, integrate the videos, and that added a lot more moving parts, which added a lot more meetings, which added a lot of different things. So it it did end up taking a fair bit more time kind of on that end, Mm -hmm. but I do think that time ends up being saved and then also better pedagogically applied in the years going forward mm-hmm. there were there were moments i think where you and i like looked at each other and we're like this is the third meeting this week but but <laughs> mm-hmm. i think yeah. the end product of it is it's really something that we're both really proud of yeah
2: um i'm yeah i'm fiercely proud of that textbook i, I, I love the thing especially um i i've had i had the wonderful experience of kind of uh doing my part and reading aaron's chapters and all that but never seeing like the whole thing and then sitting i'm I'm enjoying it now sitting down and clicking on the videos and seeing it actually work together is great but uh no as 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 a sessional uh it's it took up a lot of my time and i'm our time and i'm also i'm a canadianist by this is by training and that i teach Canadian or i read and write on canadian literature but this this has become my life now. This first year teaching course, and so yeah, I had to put I had to put aside several like of those other projects. This became what I was doing hmm. for like the last two years. Like so, yeah, so but so you do need to you find the time. You do, but yeah, you don't. <laughs> it's, you do commit a lot to it.
0: So I want to go back to that moment you were describing earlier, where you received this email and you learned about this grant opportunity from eCampus Ontario. What made you come together and say, okay, something needs to change in what we're doing and here's an opportunity? And from there, how did you know what to do? How did you know who to reach out to and how to get that rolling?
2: the the grant it was it, the, you got to give credit to Ryerson in that sense because it became a wonderful process of like we knew who to talk to because we, we started talking to Wendy Freeman we started talking to other people they just there was a wonderful process that started happening
1: and sorry Wendy Freeman is the director of e learning yes, and yes, uh, the interim director of the learning and teaching office for yes. the listeners. and so we know.
2: began like, th- we just began benefiting from those connections and things as well but as far as like where where it started coming from I I liked what I was doing with the flip lecture thing. And I knew that Aaron and I, we talk about this We talk about this course on a regular basis. Aaron is by far more tech savvy than I am. And I, so I I wanted him in for that reason as well. I wanted to, I wanted to get this happening. I wanted to be able to uh, build this, but be able to speak that language and, and start working on it. So I knew that Aaron, uh, just the level of care he puts into this course as well, I think is, is why I wanted him to do it as well. But I think that's the point of he was better. He's better at the hands on tech stuff <laughs> than I am. So there's that as well.
0: So it also sounds like um, relationships were a really important part of bringing this book together. I mean, uh, it sounds like Mm -hmm. the production relies on the people that you know and what they can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm thinking about the nature of of sessional work. I'm also a sessional instructor, and sometimes that work is done um, in isolation or far from the people you need to know at the university. So what is it about you and your group that um, makes these relationships possible?
3: uh chris visser was our <laughs> was our, our project manager mm-hmm. uh he he did a lot of i think the heavy lifting of actually like organizing us into groups sure that we were, i never
2: my wife works in in that in that technical side of it so i've heard the term project manager thrown around a lot i didn't realize how vitally important those people actually <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> without chris this would have been off the rails and so it was just a, yeah he was amazing for that yeah
3: and I do think part of the what made making it that much more fun was working with other people and learning from different skill sets and, and different things. Because I, I do think that sort of like dissatisfaction with the class and we had been teaching at that point like eight years and mm-hmm. you can start to feel the parts that I well I, I should just speak for myself I, I could feel the parts that about teaching that I like starting to dissipate and this was a way of sort of also reinfusing things that I care about back into a class I actually believe in rather than it kind of continuing on this this sort of like entropy forever
2: yeah and it's that level of care that you just exhibited there that's why I wanted to work with them on this as well but also just like all of us on this project like the to to the credit of the English department, they've they've this has been a, a team sort of run course. They've it's usually been given to people, and we usually get like somewhere anywhere between like three to four sections. So it's you know you can live on that. Like so you can that you're not just picking up one or one or two here and there. You're actually this mm-hmm. is something you do, and as um, as guaranteed as it can be term to term, that's important. So that we started there became there's a team of us. We've been doing this for a while now. Aaron and I since like two thousand and eight. Um, off, off and on and uh, other the other people involved in the project since not that long after that either. And so there's a team there and we meet and talk about this. We genuinely do. We meet and talk and care about it and bicker over it. And, yeah. you know, That's and so awesome, yeah. it was a good it was a good team <laughs> to get together. Like we care about we have we have ways of approaching it that we actually care about. And yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so logistically, though, um, yeah. I'm trying to imagine, like, okay, if I want to do this tomorrow, if, if some of our listeners are instructors hmm. that are thinking of doing this, um, you get so you get some support in applying for the grant from e-learning. It sounds like is that right? Mm-hmm. And then once you get, and it's a huge grant. I mean, this yeah. is I don't know if people realize, but we're talking like close to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar grant. It's a huge grant. Um, once you get that grant, what's the process involved in putting that team together?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, again. We sort of met with Chris and just started to decide what were the elements that we needed, and then we ended up bringing in Nada, who ended up doing a lot of the videos and Mm -hmm. leading the videos, and we ended up leading the text, and Anne Lubbock, Lubbock? In the library. In the library? Yeah, Mm -hmm. in the library. She kind of handled a lot of the, the library liaison sort of things. So everybody kind of was put into their different sort of areas, and then Paul and I would often kind of like cross across those different areas, obviously, because mm-hmm. we'd have to talk to everybody in, in all the different ways.
1: So Chris is connecting you then with a, an instructional designer, which is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anne Ledbrook in the library does copyright and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff in the library. What was mm-hmm. her primary role with the book?
3: Uh, yeah, she was helping with that. She was introducing us to other people who were creating e-textbooks. Okay. Uh, she was kind of doing some of the best practices stuff, yeah. uh, which was really useful. She helped us when we had our student RA uh, mm-hmm. that was going through work. She she uh, helped that student get pointed towards some texts that we found very useful.
2: Her and Sally Wilson from the library, too, they were very good at, like, we. this is published through press books, and so... Aaron and I would kind of come in and blue sky basically. This is what we want to do. We have no idea, and they they knew how to like okay what plays with what and uh, so this is something that the library's been doing for a while now. Um, They've been pushing this open access thing through pressbooks, and so they knew what they do. They knew what worked and what didn't, and so we could come in with ideas and they could tell us yeah you can you can embed a video there, you can put a link in there, and so Hmm. there's a we I didn't know getting into it like that. This was there was already a very sort of well uh, well established group ready to go with this kind of stuff and so we just it was these wonderful meetings or I thought we'd be flying by to see the, the pens but it was like no we can do this we can do that
1: great yeah,
2: yeah.
3: I, I don't think it necessarily has to be that big though like you you said like somebody who's starting out um ecampus ontario is sort of a collection of e textbooks like if somebody's interested in using an e textbook you can go there and and literally take a chapter from this one a chapter from this one it's pretty searchable yeah. um Pressbooks is a plugin for WordPress, and so it basically renders your website as a book. Uh, And that's sort of what we've been using. And everybody could with a little bit of tutorial i think figure out how to use pressbooks cuz it's it's if you know how to word, use wordpress you know how to use pressbooks yeah. so that that kind of aspect of it was actually a little bit more straightforward mm-hmm. for us it was the learning to play well with <coughs> others and and managing a team that was pretty sprawling like mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we have a slide when we do the presentations of everyone who's involved and it's 20 names yeah so it's a huge team yeah. it was yeah, it was a, big it was a very yeah. big team yeah. and
2: that's big coming from well, I did before. It was just me. And so there was no deadlines opposed to how I could do what I wanted. But there was, there was people waiting to get this stuff done. So there was that as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So we can link uh, to your book through our Podagogies episodes. But if there's someone who's looking at this book for the first time, uh, what, what would you like to say to them?
3: Think about uh, the types of things that you'd like your students to learn. Um, we sort of start almost from the very bottom with just reading, and then from reading, how to build an argument, and from how to build an argument, how to how to provide evidence for that argument. Uh, and we kind of go through it in two different ways. One of which is sort of closer to a close reading, where you're you're getting at another text argument, and then the second half of the the uh, book is how to make your own argument. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if it would. The whole textbook would work wholesale for a lot of other people, but it might. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would encourage people to come to it with things that you want to get out of it. I think part of the success of this book is if you want to take five of the YouTube videos, you can take five of the YouTube videos, and I think that would be a great resource for the text. If you just wanted to take one of the chapters, uh, you could just take one of the chapters. If you just wanted to take some of the self-evaluations, like it's, it's a pretty piecemeal thing if you come in with specific goals. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so now as you're thinking so you're, you're imagining this being used in other kinds of writing courses colleges and universities maybe people borrowing different parts of it um when you think about where you'd like to go next with this kind of work i mean maybe it's too soon because you've just spent two epic years doing this mm-hmm. um but do you have a sense of where, where this goes next
2: i have a sense where it um, goes immediately mm-hmm. which is i think it's it's we're getting i'm getting feedback from the, the, my fellow instructors, because the beauty of this is, I didn't, in, I can't impose this on them, but all of my fellow SSH two hundred five instructors have taken are using the book. Great. So I'm getting feedback from all of them, and we are getting. What's one of us, we work as a team, but then we, we begin to realize uh, once we start writing things down that, oh, we we actually don't all do it the same way. <laughs> and uh, we all don't agree that this is what a thesis should look like and where it should appear. And so what we're, what's happening now is we're getting this wonderful sort of supplemental thing to attach to it as well uh, so that we, that uh, my fellow instructors are using it, using the text, but also sort of coming in with, like, this is how I come at it or something like that as well. So I'm seeing that, I'm seeing it being... Uh, being tested on the fly which is kind of nice um as opposed to like a, a, an actual sort of solid text that kind of needs to go out and come back this is something we can kind of go in and and mess with a little bit as well so i see that i see that's what i, th- I see happening is just see let's let's use these uh this course and next term as sort so the the guinea pigs and see what what worked and what didn't and let's fine tune that a little, little more so that's the immediate thing i see yeah. happening with it but
1: I love that idea, though, that it was, you know, it was built collaboratively. You guys were collaboratively. You had yeah. a team. Mm-hmm. And it's led to this kind of learning community now of yeah. people teaching
3: the course. Yeah, and yeah. it sounds
0: like it's actually informing some of what you know about team teaching pedagogy mm-hmm. and changing some of that maybe. Yeah. yeah,
3: and and writing pedagogy as well. And and we're hoping to spread some of the core concepts of this textbook to other faculties, to other disciplines, because we serve all of the faculty of art students Everyone comes through this, so this is the vocabulary that they're using in our class, and we'd like to at least share that vocabulary uh, to those different mm. faculties, to the to the different departments, so that we're all kind of on the same page. But it also, one of the things I would like to do is just build little care packages for, like here's how, here's the three videos on how to build a thesis, mm. plus. A chapter worth. So mm. if you want to link to that in your mm. D2L or in whatever mm-hmm. content management system you're using at your university, you can have these sort of more digestible review chunks yeah. uh, and then if you're interested in kind of a more full-scale ecosystem, you can just use the whole text.
2: Oh yeah, so the the thing I like about this, the fact that this is sort of a living, breathing text is to the, the touch on what Aaron said is I I would like the, the the concept of care packages, but sending it out to each department and I would like to build on it to sort of uh, look at sp- discipline-specific essays and have have supplementary chapters on, okay, this is what we're looking at in the sociology department or what we're looking at in the philosophy department. Because the, the the premise of SSH 205 is that it, I'm supposed to be teaching the stuff that just doesn't get them through my course, but it's supposed to get them through all Writing courses, and I do get wonderful feedback from students of like I use some of the techniques, and I got an A in this paper in history or whatever, and so that works. But I would like that's one thing I'd like to to do with this text is be able to send it out to all the departments, get some feedback from them, especially first year instructors there. Okay, here's what here's what we need to say, and yeah, like Aaron said, build that kind of common language across the disciplines so that we're able to really. I really want this book to be showing that like this 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 will help you write a good paper in university or college, not just. Your first year writing course.
1: We've, uh, Chelsea and I both had a chance to look through it. It's awesome. You've okay. done a really, well, really terrific you. job with this. So yeah, yeah. thank you so much for being here with us oh, to talk about you. it today. Thanks
3: for having us. Thank you. And
0: thanks for being here. And thank you to everyone at RTA Productions John Gerardo, Alex Burney, and Sarah Von Vutt.
1: And thanks to the LTO for funding this project.
0: And if you have any feedback on today's episode, or if, like Paul and Aaron, you want to get in touch with us and tell us about an idea you have, you can reach us at podagogies at ryerson.ca.